punters, it's cup day. Let's go runner by runner with Jack Dickens, Mark Roden, Shane Curlio. We will preview every starter in the Melbourne Cup. I can't guarantee we'll use more than one word for half the field, but that's because they shouldn't be in there in the first place. Who's with me? Um, Twilight payment. Let's start at the top. $12 best available as of Sunday midday, Eastern Standard Time. Obviously the winner of last year. Mark Roden, you've got a few figures from overseas. What is his profile for this season? He's profiling in almost exactly the same way that he did last year. He's had an almost identical prep. He's running the same sort of numbers with time form, which is a pretty good guide. Um, and they were able to get him to peak on the day um, this time last year. Now, of course, he's up two and a half kilos. It was 55 and a half uh, last year up to 58. But he's drawn for the, the soft run. He's going well. He's running the Irish and Ledger. It was fantastic. I don't know if you've seen that. He, he chased. There was a pacemaker, Terraway leader, about, went about 15 in front. He chased it. Um, Sonny Boy Liston ran him down, but he just kept kicking all the way to the line. It was a big, big run. Uh, he's obviously going very, very well. And despite the weight, I think he's he's got to be the main danger to the uh, the favourite. Was yeah. he a boxer? Sonny Liston was. I don't know. But they just thrown the boy in. I think. Yeah. Um, I think one of its biggest edges, this horse, is it's not been trained you know, at Macedon Lodge. Well, it's yeah, it's got one of the best trainers in the world for, you know, these sort of events, doesn't it? Yeah, you can sort of like if you're a local like we are, you kind of they're not going that good, but this is like a sort of a different different horse, different setup, same silks. I, I think off what Mark said, this horse is a big player and a certain top four sort of bet if you're a first four operator. Difficult to tell. What do we think Jai does from gate two? Do you think he tries to control the speed to try and hold the front, or do you think he hands up and is happy to trail? Coffin. Moral for Coffin. Okay. Uh, number two on the list, B Preble rides for P Moody incentivized, drawn 16. $2.60 is the best price available. Hard to knock. I think it uh, probably wins. I think it starts sort of closer to $3.00. And um, I don't know, I think we're better around it. Shane? Yeah, it starts a little bit longer than 250 and um, betting around it and not making it a chop or winning position will be a losing play. <laughs> it's the best horse in the race of the locals and there's a minimal amount of horses in this race that can beat it. Sure, there's maybe a couple drawn inside it. They'll probably want to be ahead of it to make it work a little bit to get cover off it, but to their own detriment. So they won't go over, they won't go silly. This horse slots wherever it wants and it's a clear horse to be. Yeah. yeah. If he was $3, he's a bet, I reckon. Yeah. I, I think I, it's very I, hard I, to I, knock. The Caulfield Cup a bit where he drifts a bit, then they sort of step in and there is that tension between the backers and layers. But I think, I think the big players, I think he'll be starting short on the tote and the things that have been starting short on the tote have been winning in Melbourne uh, of late. Big day for the steam yesterday. Big day for the steam. Um, and they weren't all even imports first up. Yeah. But there was import first up style steams yesterday on Derby Day. The, um, the Derby winner. And what about Fangirl? 1.7 every type. Just smashed. Oh, it was 260 when I went down to look at the horses. It was two, yeah. 215 when I came back on the fair. Um, <laughs> I, I do think like there's a case to be made for Very Elegant to knock this horse off. The last time they met, Very Elegant SP 210 versus 270 was backed heavily to beat it. Um, her, her her benchmark figures are as good as they sort of ever have been. She gets the trip. She's got a superior rider in James McDonald to Brett Preble. We'll get there. We'll get there. 
We've, we've got Spanish mission first, number three. Uh, Craig Williams, gate 14, Andrew Balding, $9. Mark Roden, we'll just defer straight to yourself in terms of the international figures here. Uh, yeah, probably has slightly better figures of a late on time form than Twilight Payment. Um, Twilight Payment was able to peak on the day last year. Uh, Spanish mission probably slightly ahead of him and getting a kilo, I think it is, from Twilight Payment. Last run was a uh, epic duel with the Stradivarius, the great English star, and the um, I can't remember what the race was called, but it was a two-mile race, and it was you know they had a stirring struggle for the last two films, and he just went under. That's obviously great form for a race like this. Um, clear past the vet, hasn't he? But that's got to be a little worry on a, what's going to be a firmish track, I would suggest. But on form, he's right in it. Okay. Map-wise, what are we thinking for this horse? Uh, Willow just doing Willow things and just putting it somewhere worse than midfield somehow gets cover? Exactly. Spot on. Pings the lids, he ducks and dies, all of a sudden he's midfield, one off. Trying to get to go to sleep. Okay, number four is very elegant. $14 is your best price. Draw 19 for J-Mac back on board. And Chris Waller, I think J-Mac back on board is an enormous jockey change for this horse. But is it is she good enough? I mean, she ran seventh last year, uh, beating 3.8 lengths. She, she's definitely good enough. She's a champion. She's like gets the trip. She's won a Caulfield Cup, like Incentivise has. Um, her figures this this preparation are consistently like pretty good, and you know if 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 this has been Chris's sort of plan all along, there's there's a few lengths for this horse to to find, which is which it's proved it's capable of actually at this track and at this trip. Um, the riders are severe, like big big tick, and. The query for me is the, the barrier. The SP, like I mentioned before, over incentivise is another tick. I reckon this is a uh, each way bet if you want to back it. Okay. Mark, do you have any thoughts? Uh, I don't like her, to be honest. I, well, I, I'm sure she's better on wet. I'm sure she's better on wet. Um, look, far bit for me to tell Chris Waller what to do. I don't know times have changed, but um, like Bart Cummings would be turning his grave looking at this prep. Um <laughs> Fifth up and no run past 2040. I mean, Bart won the cut with Saintly coming off a Cox Plate run, so 2040 up to 3200, but it had already run in the Metropolitan over 2600 to start before that. So just to have no 2400 metre run, no run past 2000 and going to a Melbourne Cup. Um, looks Did you weird. go to school with uh, Bart? Sorry? Did you go to school with Bart? Very good, very good. Outstanding. <laughs> so, um, Jack, we... Um, we know that people that watch the show long enough know your fascination with SPs. Um, this all started $11, uh, $10 in the Melbourne Cup last year. Um, getting a better price this year in, in what's a thinner race or a deeper race than last year's? Uh, I think the market doesn't think she's going as good, but like the, the figures that she's run are, are pretty solid. I, I think she is going as good. Um, like When she won the Caulfield Cup, she ran 11.7 on the punting form. In the... In the Cox Plate, which is the, I think the grouse form, uh, she ran a 12.7. So she's like ahead of where she was. She ran a 13.7 in the start prior at Flemington. Look, I, I, I'm just trying to find reasons to back horses at, at you know, sexy odds outside the favourite. I think you can justify backing this horse apart from the map. But to counteract the map, you get the best rider in the country at the moment. What's unsexy about a $3 good thing if you can get $3 incentivised? Because it's, it's 260 
and it might start sort of 210, 210, 220. I'll, I'll be playing. Helps if they win, though, I've found, in yeah. my years of doing this. Helps if they win. They didn't yesterday. <laughs> Got some great prices. Got some awesome prices. Very tasty SP for dinner last night, too. But uh, yeah. no winners. Um, I'll throw in very elegant for tries and first fours. I always am a big fan of Cox Plate form going into the Melbourne Cup, despite the fact she hasn't gone over the, over the journey. But. It's too so, good to leave out of the first fours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, number five is Explosive Jack, $41, gate four for John Allen, Mar Ustus, gate four. Dicko, would be a concern for you? Well, it's maybe gate four and the fact that this horse is going shit ass is enough to say that it can't win, but it is trained by Mar Ustus and John Allen rides, so fuck, like, you'd be a brave man to say it can't win, but... I don't think inside draws suit John, but uh, it certainly has more time to get through his gears at Flemington than, say, you know, Mooney Valley Caulfield. Uh, I don't think it can win, but uh, I'm scared to sort of say that because of um, the stable and the rider. He's he didn't airborne. mind being inside horses yesterday, did he, Joe Allen? A lot of them. A lot of them. They Gross. sort of like, they fanned out so, so much that you could get up the inside. Ollie did it twice. Yeah. Okay. Probably, you could, Hard to find it off its last start that it can turn it around to run top four or five here. Yeah, I agree. If, if not for the not for the trainer and jockey, I would say absolutely none. Yeah. Okay. Number six is the chosen one, fifty-one dollars. Uh, Baker and Forsman. You've got Damien Lane on board, drawn gate five. Fifth top raider. Um, I think it gets a really good run from five, but it's just not going as good as it was the previous prep rate. Like, Two back when it was really competitive in last year's Melbourne Cup. Um, I'm not going to back it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it run a good race. So on the fence, but on the side of the fence where I'm not backing it. Yeah. Had the synthetical Honestly. filler on last start as well, but that hasn't been changed. I've just had a look. It was very soft in betting in the Caulfield Cup because we, we backed it and took... It's, it's even worse because you can't even say you took a good price when they lose, Mark. <laughs> okay. Not for me. Seven is Delphi, uh, Damien Oliver, gate three for the Freedman camp, $34. I thought there's a there's a half a case to be made for the way it was backed to, to beat incentivize and um like a, like its profile on the camp it's in, but like it was it's going to get a soft run. Like you, like you can, if you want to back it, I can understand why you would, but I, I can't see it competing. I don't, I'm not convinced it's even going to get the trip if it's running a good tempo. Yeah, I agree. The, the, the best, his best win we've seen was in the Herbert Power, and that was pretty gently run, wasn't it? Um, yep. Yeah, and and extra 800 metres. Yeah, so that's my theory. But Ollie and soft, soft gate, but I couldn't back it. Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, you know, talk about Ollie getting down to 53 last time and getting completely embarrassed. He should have had a feed him, Colonel. Um, <laughs> rides, rides at 53 and a half here. He'd be absolutely sick on it having to get down to 53 and a half to steer this thing around. It's got none. <laughs> good. Like yep, it, good. Um Ocean Billy, second start in Australia, former Kiwi, trained by Waller, ridden by Thornton, gate 13 and 100 to 1. You'll run the trip. That's about the only thing we can say about him. He doesn't look good enough. Yeah, can't win. 
Salino, number nine for Ron Stewart, Chris Waller, gate 24. Repeat. We'll run the trip. Not good enough. Fred Ron. Ron's shooting for the Sydney-Melbourne Cup double in the uh, same year. Well, so is the horse, obviously, but that would be remarkable if R. Stewart was able to do that. Yeah, this, like, this isn't a Sydney staying race. This is a Melbourne staying yeah. race. So <laughs> unlikely, probably never, no. Um, yeah. yeah. It did said jumped out of the ground to win the Sydney Cup because I backed the second horse and I, his name escapes me now. But it, it just the thing I was on just strolled to win. Rondonella. Rondonella, that's right. Home for all money. Here's Salino, who'd been hopelessly out of form, deciding to have its birthday and knock us off. Thank you. Number 10, yeah. no. You, you don't want to no, talk about talk. it? We no, do need I... to talk about it. Okay. Johnny Get Angry, Gate 22 for Lockie King. Uh, Dennis Pagan trains in terms of the gear change has been a blink is off and the crossover noseband is also coming off for the first time. So a few key gear changes there. Best available, 100 to 1. That's only at one joint so far. You can still get $71 for most of the corporates. Should be 10,000. <laughs> started, started $71 in the Geelong Cup last time. Was beaten 150 metres and made a respiratory noise. And it was $71 that day. So what, it just pays no penalty in terms of price for that? It, it's got to be 10 times the price. This is ridiculous. It's, it's shorter. I'm not tipping She's Ideal to run anywhere, you know, maybe top 10. How on earth is She's Ideal a longer price than this horse? If, if I was constructing a head-to-head market, She's Ideal v Johnny Get Angry, I'd have She's Ideal about a dollar four. Mm. Well, to, to Johnny's defence, it's one win of its fucking career did come at this track. Yes, in a big race, in a group one. Prick. Yeah. Um, at an SP of 20. He's running a group one at 20 recently, and he got beaten 200 metres that day. Yeah. Look, I could only add um, I could only add that skintography, skintography is more important than form. Hashtag love the horse. I hope connections enjoy the free tickets to the birdcage. <laughs> I was going to say, making a, making a respiratory... If you make a respiratory noise after Geelong Cup, I can say from experience, you're probably not going to rebound in time for the Melbourne Cup. Um, <laughs> number 11, Knight's oh, Order. We should have seen him. He's talking about himself. Oaks, Oaks Day is the day when you start to realise I'm fucked here. I can't do I can't get doing this. <laughs> Full credit to Dennis, though, for keeping the horse going. Probably could have sold <laughs> it just after the derby. Full credit to you, Dennis. Full credit. Um, another one for the head-to-head you know, they should just construct a head-to-head market with all the 101 shots. But Knight's Order, Gate 9, Stackhouse, Waterhouse and Bot, um, 200 to 1 you can get. Big chance Three. to get the cheer from the crowd first time round, isn't he? He Big is. thousands when it jumps. He It'll is. Be... He's also he's also three times the price of Johnny Get Angry and he's a dollar five to beat at home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you can you DIY head to heads? Can we just go on and just build all these head to heads against Johnny Get Angry and Hammers? Oh look, I think the mailbag's relationship with Betfair ensures that we'll be able to have some influence there, and they'll put markets up for us, no doubt. <laughs> I'll just start emailing them now while we're doing the <laughs> uh, number twelve person, my old mate, Gate Eleven for Curry, Ma Ustus. Uh, in terms of the market, thirty four dollars. I thought this was a horse that had some scope to improve with the the fuck, the, the modern day Bart Cummings camp. You know, like this is where they're aiming it at. It's going well. It's ticking over nice. I think this is one of the one of the locals that will improve and can compete. Ran fifth last year, and mm. this is surely a weaker race. 
maps yep. pretty well. You have to throw it in tries, first fours, and I'd get quite aggressive and even put it in for maybe second. You know, if, if one of the, the two fancies goes amiss, uh, you want the, the value there if you're playing tries and first fours, and I think this is clearly the best one to be doing it with. I agree. Completely agree. Definite chance. Definite half chance, I should say. Yeah, I don't know that he can win, but he, he can certainly run well. Yeah, he'll loom at some stage in the straight and you'll think for a second, oh, hang on, here's Percent, and then <laughs> the, the better ones will probably kick on. But anyway, 13 is Cariff, uh, 201 once more, gate 8 for McDougal and the Snowden team. This is probably his favourite to start second biggest odds in the race, I think, just behind Johnny Get Angry. 3,200 is too short for him, in my opinion. And there needs to be some sticks. <laughs> but in fairness, this could be a run going forward into a Jericho. So just keep an eye on it late and see how it's looking through the line. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, number 14 is Master of Wine. Fred Kersley for the Hawks team, gate six. And 101 once more. Again, how's, how's it the same price? Or as Johnny <laughs> Get Angry is beyond me. I, I hope they keep sort of missing this and at that sort of price I'm going to have something on it I think it improves back to Flemington uh, I think the run behind Grand Promenade it was as good or better performance than Grand Promenade who's you know in this market um, there was huge wraps on this horse once upon a time um, and you know it's not it's not really you're not having to make much of a decision at this enormous price it's more of a mental health bet for me I think I think it's a chance of doing something yeah, I think I declared him to be the the coming the next coming star of the Australian Wait for Aid drinks about twelve months ago, and he. Well, you weren't alone. Yeah, Don't feel so bad about that. that. Like it has paid real short in the Caulfield Cup last year. Mm. Yep. He. Uh... Yeah. Well, two autumns ago, he won he won two sort of group listed races, and then fourth in the Queen Elizabeth. He looked like he was ready to, you know, take the step, but he hasn't. But you're right. I think now you've spoken at length about him. I have to have. 50 cents on him at 100 to 1, don't I? To, to he's, had, he's had two or three weeks now with Uncle Wayne, purely, so... It's it's very, very, very hard to see him winning, but he'll finish in front of Jobby Get Angry. That's the... Yeah, he'll beat Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, won't be a top, he won't be a top five chance for me, I don't think. That's for sure. Number 15, Pondus, drawn one for Rachel King, Hick Mott Trains, and $41. I think it's going to get a really, really nice run. It's got enough like natural speed to, to use gate one to its advantage. Um, it's in the right camp to run a big race, but it's locally trained, so I'm going to be against it. And I thought it was completely... It was. It should have pissed in at Mooney Valley if it was going to run a good race here, and it didn't. If it beats Floating Artist Home, I'd, I'd be surprised. Okay. I've got nothing. I usually like looking yeah, for I horses think. coming out of the Gold Cup, but I just I don't know much. I don't think it was much of a race this year. It was only an even tempo. Usually it goes a bit quicker than that. So yeah. Yeah, it's very inconclusive, isn't it? It gets yeah. a weight drop and a gate and a soft run. He's he's likely raced for a stayer. That's the only, and you know so therefore theoretically might have more to give, but it's hard to see him. And I can't keep up with the narrative in our chat groups, but I, I, the vibe I get is Rachel King isn't. Fantastic, and this is a huge occasion. I would, you know, another cross for me. 
Yeah, just a massive negative. Simple as that. Okay. In the chat group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full credit to her, though, for getting a ride in the Melbourne Cup. Yep, uh, wonderful. Okay, 16, Grand Promenade, Gate 21 for Kieran McAvoy, Maustas Trains, and $19. I can't believe the price of this horse. I think it's gross unders. Um, the stable scares the shit out of me. Like, the you know, 24 and up, they're just deadly. And little Kieran, 52 kilos, you know, he can ride. So there's definitely some, some boxes it ticks, but I just, I just can't have it at that price. I don't mind that they've missed, you know, they've just stuck it away after the bad comings, qualifying for the race. Um, that was the best run of his career, and he needs to step off that to win. Um, oh, it's hard to see it happening. I, I, yeah, I don't think, you're certainly not overs at 19 bucks. But like the, ho- the horse he beat, Charlie Rose, was almost beaten by a horse off back to win a Cranbourne Cup and didn't win last start Geelong. You know, they ran no time. I think it's the weaker of the Australian form. Probably is. We'll get to Trolley Rose a bit later. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, 17, Miami Bound, $151 for Paddy Maloney, uh, Danny O'Brien, Gate 17. Big negative jockey switch. Needs the the rain to really come. Wet, wet only for her. Yep. All right. 18, Port... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll skip through, I think, a few of these going home. Uh, Port Guillaume, 23 for Harry Coffey, Hayes team, $151. Full credit to Harry for getting a ride. He deserves a better ride than this. This cannot win. I don't know why it's here. Probably a missed opportunity not going to the Witchy Proof Cup on Derby Day. <laughs> but um, they take their place here and good luck to everyone. Safe travels to Harry. <laughs> okay. 19. She's ideal for Craig Newitt, Bjorn Baker at gate 20 and 101. Yeah, I mean, can't win, but um, theoretically is outsider in that uh, head-to-head market against Johnny Get Angry, which is just ridiculous. It was okay in the Caulfield Cup. Um, yeah, could run top 10. Yep. Probably won't, but could. Uh, Agree. 20, future score, gate 15 for Dean Yendel, Matt Kamani, and 201. Uh, honestly, like what? I reckon I backed this horse when Ollie rode it at Sandown four years ago. Yeah, on the bottomless track. Yeah, at one, thank God. But, like, okay. seriously. <laughs> seriously. Here we go. Had some good form you four like that, months Shane? ago. Won the Cranbourne Cup and okay <laughs> in the Zipping Classic. But uh, that's nowhere near good enough to win this, and it's not going as well. Um, there's, look, there's no wonder there's been no argument about why don't we have Melbourne Cup emergencies this year um, because none of the, we've barely got enough decent horses to fill the full field. Next horse, please. Okay, 21, Trally Rose, uh, gate 12 for Dean Holland, Simon Wilde, $16. Um, okay, you're going to put it... Um, I, no, I'm just going to do something for Shane. I, I, we backed this horse last year in, this, <laughs> in a much lower race in the carnival. Uh, I find it very hard to have at the price, being serious now. Uh, I, I don't think that Geelong Cup's any good. I, it's capable of a figure. It's in the right yard to stay, maybe. I think Dean Holland's going really well, but I just think it's way, way overbet and overhyped, this horse. But cheering for him at the same time. I... On the ratings we use, me and Cam O'Brien, that was best run of her career uh, in the Geelong Cup. She might be 
peaking at the right time and she's got no weight, I could see her running a place. Um, just for the linguistically challenged, Mark, um, pronounced Charlie Rose in Australia. It's Charlie. Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose. Where's that pronunciation from? Charlie. 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 It's a, a town in Ireland. Okay. Thanks. Everybody learned something for the day. Um, number 22. Oh, floating oh, artist. Wowie. Wowie. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, gate 10 for T.O. Nugent, Ma Ustis, and $17. Now, I mean, obviously it should have won the Gold Cup, but it's probably short enough, isn't it? I'd rather be with Persan at double the price. What price does it start? Uh, not, okay, this is, I'm just theorising, because I don't know, none of us know the answer for what it will start. I will theorise it will start a shade longer just FYI, Mark, that's basically the preface of the whole lot. Brand and show. Here's my new preview show. Mark, what do you like in race six in Sydney tomorrow? I don't know what's going to win. And neither do you, because it hasn't been run yet. <laughs> Sorry, um, what price, no, what price it, do we think floating the, artist starts? The people who shape the market, I think, tend to go away from the, you know, the video runs, the replay runs, like, oh, my God, how far should this one buy? Because that... They tend to be kept very safe. They're, they're the things the early market makers don't miss ever, the, mm. the video runs. Um, and they, it could be a little easy because of that. But that's that's just a, a, a theory. Shane? Uh, look, I hope T.O. wins and gets on there and tells us to get fucked for bagging his ride last start, but he won't. So, um, yeah, he's a top 10 chance. I, I, I really, really, really like this horse. I think... You're going to get 40 to 1, though, like late, because the markets, yeah, like we said, I think they'll come for the, the purse hands of that sort of uh, end of the market. I, I really hope this horse runs a big race because it'll be a good story. You can see Manny Hill just horning up at the 200, talking about redemption. and. You don't hope <laughs> this runs well for the story. Uh, if you're we back, back it, it, I do. You're going to back I'll, it. If we get out to sort of $35, I'm going to probably back this horse. I think it's going to get a really good run from 10. Um, I think this horse is like it should have won at Caulfield. He slaughtered it. Yep. He completely slaughtered it at Mooney Valley. And if it was five from five, it's got a bit of incentivise about it. And with a competent ride at Mooney Valley, it, it could have put five or six in them. Yeah, look, I suppose the only difference if it was five from five, um, it'd have a bit incentivise. Incentivise were group ones. This would have been five from five, benchmark 78s to opens to group three, but. He certainly could be undefeated this preparation. Oh, no, I mean, it's last five, sorry, not this prep. It's certainly it's last five. <clears throat> yeah, excited to see what he uh, is capable of. I, I'm, I generally am. Okay. First four and trifecta horse pistol? 100% for me. Um, I need to have a look a little bit closer. You can't have them all. That's the, the key thing. Like, if I'm getting the mm. trifecta first four, I'm getting a proper percentage. I'm not going for, like, 10%. So... Can't have more. Yeah. I'd be leaning more per sand than this horse, just purely at the at the price. Yeah. Um, Twenty three. This horse is going in automatic selection. Great house on the quick backup from the Hotham. Mick D. Gate seven. Chris Waller. Tick 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 tick. Done. In. Here's a, here's a bit of thinking I was doing on the way home from the races yesterday. This race used to be a really good form reference, and then the race sort of started to get dominated by the internationals. 
does that mean maybe this year it might be a little bit more relevant than it sort of has been the last couple? Who was the last one? Was it was shocking the last one? I, I remember shocking. Um, has there been one since? I, don't... I reckon I... there was like a, a Wayne, Michael Wayne and their dad Hawks. Malucky Day, maybe, or something's called. Uh, it, it it won the City Tats Cup in Sydney the start before. I know because I backed it. Mm. Anyway, I just used the right. Oh, hang on, no, wait on. Uh, anyway, yeah, well. Uh, Prince of Aaron come through in 2018 and ran a place, did it? Yep. Uh, I'm trying to. Th- okay, no, no other winners there that I can see. Malucky Day 2010, shocking 2009 in recent years. Ash run last year, down draft the year before. Hmm. Anyway, I just thought yeah, it might right. be a bit more relevant than it, than it was. Um, Dominated by the internationals. I find I find this horse hard to hard to catch, and uh, Jay Macoff too. That, that that was that was kind of the deciding factor for me to sort of going with can't win. That brings us to twenty four Sir Lucan, twenty seven dollars for a Waterhouse bot Glen Boss Gate eighteen. Even, right, sorry, even without listening to Bossy and Gay, who fucking declare everything, um, it's an automatic going in European on the minimum. Um, goes in my f- first fours. 100%. Plus, it's got the right silks. Oh, shit. It's got a they, white dot on its nose too, which is also another factor. They just seem to find good horses. So, you know, full credit to them for finding fast horses that they import. And... Uh, Predicting this could be the big steamer, the big international steamer on the day. Um, it's it's certainly going into my my exo- exotics, Peter. Mark, what is the international data pointing towards with this horse? Okay, failed at his last run at Doncaster before coming over here, but he did sweat up that day, so that might be something to look out for. Um, <clears> his two previous runs were, uh, look in ratings terms, a level or so off the likes of Twilight Payment and Spanish Mission, but he's getting eight and seven kilos respectively off them. Is this, you know, what, eight starts, Northern Hemisphere three-year-old, what the like about it, you know, just just on the profile. Uh, Bossy can weave some magic from 18. With 50 kilos on its back, I'd expect it to um, run some sort of race. Big you know, race. You know what you're going to get? Like, he's going to roll a dice. He ro- he doesn't care. He's, he's really brave and a big gambler with his sort of tactics, but G-Boss, and I think that suits big races. Yep, fair enough. Beautiful. All right, that's the field. Do we have any thoughts? Is anyone willing to throw out a bet at this stage, or do we not care? Yeah, I'm happy to. I, I want to have a bet each way per sand, and uh, my sort of like numbers would be uh, incentivize, very elegant per sand, twilight payment, Sir Lucan, and floating artist. That'll be the ones I'll be playing in all those sort of. Those bets, they'll be the ones I'll be texting all the non-payers who text me once a year asking for a tip, and uh, they'll be the ones I'll be trying to pick out in the run. Um, yeah, I'm obviously looking forward to the head-to-head markets. Um, I really hope Betfair do throw a few, a few of those up because that will be interesting. Um, Johnny Get Angry versus the Ambulance. <laughs> First Dennis. Uh, the clerk is it the clerk or the clerk of clerk, clerk of, of course, yeah. clerk I never of know. Course. Yeah, 
Clark of the course um, should be in that head to head too. It's, a chance. <laughs> it's not. It's not no hope. It's not. Well, it, it hasn't missed a run. It's it's been around every race. Um, it's fit as. Um, but seriously, um, obviously, I, I think the favourite's hard to go past incentivise. Um, obviously, Twilight Payment, uh, thanks to Mark's timeform data, there suggests it's going. As good as it was last time and, and probably a bit shallower race, particularly with the quality of the internationals here. Um, so it goes in. The bottom one, Sir Lucan, goes in there. The sort of obvious three for me to work around in uh, roving banking first fours. Um, and then, as Jack mentioned, horses like um, Persan, um, very elegant. You know, they're all going to, you'd expect them to run well at this trip, proven last year that they weren't far off. They're the sort of five that I'll be working around the multiples. Doesn't look to be a lot of fat there, does there, at the prices. But um, if, if, if incentivise is $3, uh, I'll be backing it on the day. Okay. Mark, any thoughts? Yeah, I agree with that. It'd be a definite better $3 for me, incentivise, I'd have to say. Uh, beyond him, I think Twilight Payment is, despite the weight, um, look, big task, but the run he's going to get and the especially after seeing that St. Ledger run uh, again um, today. That's, I think he's a great price at $12. I think he's a bet. I'd probably cut out on Trilly Rose. I think she's peaking at the right time. Uh, so that'd be my top three. And then Spanish Mission, Floating Artist and Sir Lucan round out my top six. I'm opposing the likes of Very Elegant and Grand Promenade. Okay. Oh, I've left that person, haven't I? I could, I could probably promote person to make better sort of top seven. Sounds good. All right. Enjoy the day, guys. What, what's yours, Peter? What's yours, Peter? I haven't finalised my opinion yet. I, and I genuinely am struggling for enthusiasm this year. This year? Like just with this race or this year in general? <laughs> no, no, with, with this race this year. Um, yeah, Derby Day was fun. Um you know, love doing a little bit of just the, the form on the day just to try and pick the eyes out of that card. But this is just, it's a waste of my, my time. <laughs> and it's a real pleasure to have such an enthusiastic uh, yeah. teammate just getting around us and hosting us and motivating us all to go to that next level in regard to content. The race that stops a nation. Except for Peter. I'll be um, going to I'm... the toilet. Oh, will you? A little yeah, bit of that. Yeah. There was so much of that. It was good to see them all back cubicles. There was only 5,000 on course, but they were jam-packed. Um, <laughs> and if you do miss out in the Melbourne Cup, race 10, number 10, Curran. I think it'll be winning the last. Right. And while all eyes are on the big races and all the uh, analysts uh, focusing on there, we'll be backing winners at nondescript places in Queensland that no one will be watching markets. <laughs> And I'll be backing places at Ascot and Geraldton. Double header, is it, in Perth? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, Sydney too. Oh, at least triple header in Sydney. Yeah. Where are we? Randwick? Randwick, and is it Musselbrook or something like that? Yeah. Probably one more as well. Never know how to say Musselbrook. Like, like that. Musselbrook. <laughs> Musselbrook. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, hey, guys. Enjoy Cup Week. Have a great time. Um, if you do win, if current wins, go to the mailbag.com.au, buy some merch, do something like that. But uh, either way, have a great week. Enjoy yourselves. We don't know when we will be doing our next show. We have no idea, really. But um, until then, bye for now. 